Blog Talk Radio. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. I think you should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Cross. Yeah, Mariah. <laughs> we air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 1030. Uh, right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. I'm Diana from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Ross and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, Go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Hello to all you nincompoops and something luckers out there. I am the Wild Rizap. I am here to represent Eisnecker Suicide Pods. Let's cut to the chase. The globalists have decided it is time to kill off all you 99% who breathe our air and use all of our food resources. You have not died fast enough by eating GMO foods or by killing each other from race riots we have started. We have tried to remove all the pieces of excrement by cooking up COVID in a Wuhan laboratory. But you are not dying fast enough. So we now have Lysnicker suicide pods. You can now rush out and die in our suicide pods. Schedule your appointment today. You can choose between a blue, brown, gray or pink casket. Remember you need to wear at least five masks minimum and you will take a COVID test before and after you get in the pod. 
You must also make sure your ashes remain a safe six feet social distance when you are about to exit. If you like your experience, put it on Melbourne Compete we will give you 15% off your next session. We hope to see all you useless eaters get in these pods right away before we put everyone in FEMAR camps. That they do not exist. Schedule your appointment today for your Lysnicker suicide pod. Thank you. Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. Well, what if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on freedomizerradio.live or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, The Wiretap, The Millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man. On rumble.com. Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
right, hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today is Wednesday, which means that we will have Joanne joining us here as normal. Joanne Moretti will be joining us here as we fight the New World Order together. If you have anything you want to share tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. All right, so let's go ahead and bring Joanne in here. Uh, Joanne, welcome in. Well, hello to you. Hello, Freedomizers. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Proof. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It was a good day. What a day for news, though. My goodness, everything's popping open. You mean it wasn't a slow news day? No, it was not a slow news day. Actually, it was a very, very enlightening day. (laughs) Huge news day. I figured as much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, the chips are hitting the fan all over the place. Things are getting really sketchy. But, you know, those Republicans are so weak. If they win, it's because we're going to have to force them to win. They flipped that New York 3 seat. They got rid of that guy Santos because he was a lion scallywag. They just threw him out. You'll never see a Democrat throw anybody out. They'll keep them as no. long as they can. But now that shrinks the majority to like one or two. You know, they're purposely trying to take a dive. And after all the events going on today and all the exposures going on today, you're going to see a lot of them heading for the exits. Um, that Clyburn's stepping down as a leader. He was a my, uh, majority whip, actually. And then now he's the uh, assistant... He's the second Dem in charge. So he's after Senny Hoyer, I guess. But he's stepping down in a leadership position. He's still going to run for re-election. But that guy's been there since the declaration, too. Oh, and before we even go any further, I'm absolutely livid right now. At 4.30 p.m., some climate activists went into where the U.S. Constitution is. Right. stored in the National Archives, and opened up the case and poured some red powdery substance all over it and all over themselves. I saw that. I was and trying the to understand po- the purpose of that. Yeah, well, the ca- I don't know what the purpose is. Last week they threw soup at the Mona Lisa, remember? Right. Yeah, well, this week they're, sh- they're putting red powder all over our Constitution. That's not going to endear me to anyone. As a matter of fact, I want to slap the living daylights out of them. But I just wanted everybody to know that that happened today, too. And the Capitol Police are just milling around and letting them speak and do that. You start throwing powder on our Constitution. I'm going to do like that kid did in KC and tackle you. Hmm. I don't think I'd be able to handle that. You see that? What happened in Kansas City today? Uh, Well, I saw that a few people got shot. Yeah, 22 people got shot. Um, nine of them are children. One of them is dead. 
not one of the kids, one of the, an adult is dead. They got three people in custody. They said that two of the people knew each other. But there's lots of video of the event. The guy starts shooting and he runs through the crowd. Some people in the crowd chased him while he was running. One of them tackled him. The guy's name is Contreras, um, Paul Contreras. He ended up uh, tackling the guy and holding him down. Then a couple other people helped him. But they kept, they held him there until the cops got there. Even then, the cops didn't even know what to do, and people were screaming, he's over there, he's over there, and the cops are looking in the other direction. Mm. I'm, um, I'm a little curious about this event. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I'm saying it happened for a reason. Of course, they all started the gun control again, and nine oh, children course. shot. That's, that's horrible. Yeah. Children shouldn't be shot at a gathering like that. You know, they were celebrating the Kansas City's win. But you put it together with the Taylor Swift and the Kelsey and the, you know, the, the Super Bowl thing and all the goings on that got them there, you know, got them to where they are. And now that big celebration. Now, after there's a Super Bowl win, the the, te- the winning team city usually does put on uh, an event. I've been to several events for the Boston Bruins, the Patriots, you know, Celtics. They do. They they have big parties for them. Right, of course. And and they said, you know, security was really tight. But who brings a gun to that? You know, and and a lot of it looks scripted, you know, when they're talking to the to the witnesses. Yeah. I don't know. Remember a couple of weeks ago they were looking for crisis actors over there. That's true. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of up in the air as to whether I'm going to believe the whole story about that or that was a setup. Because, you know, they want the gun control, of course. That didn't work out at the church shooting Sunday. That big mega church in Houston, the Joel Olstein's church. There was a shooting there, too. But it was a trans activist. That woman brought her child with her. She ended up shooting the kid in the leg, too. But she had a five-year-old child with her and and a man. I don't know if they ever caught the man. But that looked a little suspicious to me, too. You know, and they said that she pulled out an AR-15. Well, the woman is had a, a history of mental illness and arrests mm-hmm. dating back 20 years. So she was only 16 when she started getting arrested. She's a Venezuelan native citizen. I don't know if she's here illegally or not. They never said whether she was here legal or not. But she, um, sometimes she identifies as a woman. Sometimes she identifies as a man. I guess that's fluid. You can be whatever you want to be whenever you want to be it. No, you don't have to pick one and stick to it. But. She had anti-Semite writings. Of course, she had a manifesto. They always do. Anti-Christian. She shot up a Christian church. She used an AR-15. Anti-Semitic writings. And she had a little kid with her. That doesn't sound too set up, does it? The children, the gun, the anti-Semite, the trans. She got all the boxes checked over there. And a manifesto. So, Anyone that says that that they brought a manifesto, uh, I'm not believing the story because nobody writes manifestos. They won't even write a book report. Right? 
Really, you're lucky you can get them to text a full word. They use LMFAO. <laughs> it's, it's so, right. Or LOL, DIB, uh, that type of stuff. They won't even text the whole words. So somebody's going to spend the time to write out a whole drawn-out manifesto and the, the list of grievances. And, of course, it was an AR-15, and it had mm-hmm. Free Palestine sticker on it. Now, if the woman had mental illness and she had a criminal record, she did not come by that AR-15 in a legal manner. She would not be eligible. So everybody's saying, where'd you get the one gun? Where'd you get the gun? I don't know. Have they located the Fast and Furious guns yet? Because that's what they were giving out. But that sounded like a planted situation. And then to do it at the mega church, you know there's all kinds of security at a mega church. Some chick comes walking in there in a trench coat, and you know she had to be walking stiff and holding that gun. So no metal detectors in that church? The place is as big as a mall. It's a mega church. And I'm sure there's metal detectors and security cameras and everything else in there. And it just so happened that the Spanish guy, the Spanish pastor, was giving his sermon on live TV as it happened. I watched the footage. And the guy just stands there. He hears the gunshot. And then there's four more gunshots. And the guy just stands there and looks around like, dude, what should I do? He didn't run. And then the people heading down the escalator, they weren't, like, running down the escalator. They were Mm kind of jogging towards the escalator. And then they get on it and just ride slowly down it. Now, if you're fleeing for your life, you take that escalator. The escalator just makes you go faster. You run down those stairs. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, calmly just descended the escalator. So I'm not buying anything. You know, they they really want that money for Ukraine. A couple of the politicians are already over there for the celebration, but they haven't got the money yet. And they're calling it a national security bill. There's no national security in that, except almost every dime does go to the military-industrial complex. I watched a report about that today, too. In this bill, they got $60 billion for Ukraine, but like $40 billion of it ends up back in Raytheon and Lockheed mm-hmm. Martin, Boeing, um, Honeywell, because they, wanna, they want that money to buy weapons for Ukraine. But then there's money in there to restock our weapons, too. So what it is is they're just paying off their big donors in their industrial complex, and every, all the politicians get a piece of it. You know, everybody gets a cut. But there is nothing in there for the people. Then they got stuff for Taiwan, stupid stuff, too, for Taiwan and for Israel. Israel's money comes with a... Yeah, and Gaza. There's money for Gaza, too, humanitarian aid. And we're letting the Gaza people in here now without vetting them. And we're going to put a moratorium on deporting Palestinians for any reason. And we're giving them work permits now. So all these Hamas terrorists, there's a wide-open flood. We're inviting them all over here. Jordan told them no. Egypt told them no. Um... Afghanistan won't even take them because they know. And they they even found the headquarters 
for Hamas underneath the UNWRA, the UN. They had cable wires and electrical wires running from upstairs down into the tunnel because both the headquarters were there. Upstairs was the UN and downstairs in the tunnel was Hamas's headquarters. They just took those tunnels out. But, I mean, that tells you the UN money's going to Hamas. UNWRA is Hamas. The there is no difference. There's no differentiating. Now, the money that we're sending to Israel, that comes with strings. You can't fight back. You can't rearm. You can't do this. You can't do that. you got to give them like a week's notice before you bomb them. Who are, who are they to do that? Israel should tell them, shove their money. Get the money from the Abraham Accord. Get the money from the Saudis and stuff. But let me just ask, though, so I... I did see, and maybe I'm completely wrong here, but I thought that that uh, the Congress was, uh, they said that was dead on arrival yesterday. Yes, they did. They did say it was dead on arrival, but then they're starting up. They got this hoogie-boogie stuff going on. They got shootings. They got, now they're letting the Gaza terrorists over here. They're telling us about some special weapon that Russia has. We've got a big major alert going on. Come on. This has been going on since Star Wars. We have major weapons up there in space, too. We have satellites that can reposition. We can knock anybody else's satellites out of orbit. The Russians were giving us rides to the space station. You know, it's not far-fetched to believe that they have satellites that are also weapons. And then they say, well, they're nuclear weapons. Well, how else you think they're going to run in outer space? There's no gas stations up there. Of course they're nuclear. Just like the subs we have under the ocean. Those are nuclear, too. And half our military fleet runs on nuclear. All of those satellites are nuclear. So they're just trying to, you know, Russia's the bad guy. We need the money. Does anybody think that given... Ukraine's money for Abraham tanks is going to beat some nuclear satellite that Russia may have in space. And some of the money's going to Israel for the missile defense shield, the the Iron Dome, but they also have a laser shield that the money's going for. So that laser shield... That should have been used to protect our troops that just got killed over in the Syrian, Jordanian, and um, Iraq border. Remember at that outstation, outpost? And they said, oh, yeah, they got killed in Jordan, and the Jordan king said, no, they didn't. That's mm-hmm. an outpost right there at the border, of, at the intersection of all those countries. And you didn't have any missile defense. Biden got rid of the missile defense for the outpost. So those our soldiers over there are sitting ducks. Why are we sending them? While we're sending all our soldiers out to these places and leaving them sitting ducks, we're inviting a 10 million strong, maybe even more million strong, into our own country, unabated. And speaking of that proof, did you see that they said that they got 90,000 Chinese dissidents, and they were all coming through one four-foot section Right. of a fence over in California. 
And even uh, after that was fix announced, that, that's still available for them to go through. Nothing's been yeah, done. Yeah, fix the fence. How mm-hmm. hard is that to fix four-foot section of fence? It isn't even a whole panel. The panel's eight foot. But they're letting it happen. They didn't even secure that entrance. Now, if you know they're all coming through that four-foot section, you close the section. Wouldn't that make sense? So this tells you it's very much intentional. We are being saturated. And now the Venezuelan gangs and the MS-13 are joining up in New York City. Do you see that? Right. So I saw that the the one kid that, that uh, what did he do? Shoot at a police officer last week, and then oh, they beat him up. Yeah, him remember they, they matter, all And then he got out in an hour, and he flipped off everybody. And now he uh, he got caught again robbing a Macy's. Yeah, he was robbing Macy's for today. And the other one, the other one that was involved in beating up the cop, they had given him a fifteen thousand dollar bond. The Lutheran Services paid the bill and got him out. Hmm. Why? Nothing better than Lutheran Services could have done with fifteen grand. No, but at the same time, New York City loves it. the The residents there they vote Democrat again, so they they love that crime. They 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 right. want nothing They just left. put another Democrat in. Yes. That seat flipped. So I mean, voting for another Democrat isn't going to change the Democrat policy. It's going to reinforce no. it. Of course, that's why I'm saying they they can't they the New York City residents can't get out of their own way. They 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 are so indebted to the Democrat Party that they're willing to lose their city over it. They are willing to have a war where they die rather than than do something sensible. Mhm. And now you got people in Massachusetts virtue signaling. Did you see the liberal family? The liberal woman she um she invited a, a Haitian immigrant family in. And the first thing she said was, it's like having my own personal chef. So what, you made them indentured servants? Right. Yeah, yeah she's such a, a loving liberal. Living in, loving and liberal, is that what you say? Yeah, she's so loving and liberal. Right. That she's got her own personal chef now. And she's getting money from the government for them. But that's only for six months. What happens when the six months is up? Is she going to let them stay? <laughs> How is she going to get them out? You're going to need an eviction. If they get mail there, mm-hmm. then they're residents there. So three months after the government stops paying for them, so now we're talking nine months, she can file for an eviction notice if they're three months in arrear. But Evictions are two years behind up in Massachusetts. So she's looking at two years and nine months before she can get them out, should that happen. And if there's an argument and the cops are called and they figure they got to separate people, they can make that husband and wife leave that house because they have other properties and other places to go. The illegals don't. Mm-hmm. So then you have to fight in court to get your house back and prove you didn't assault them or whatever the charges may be. Because that, that's a scam by itself. You know, people come and stay at your house and then they call the cops on you and say you beat them up and they throw you out. 
and then you got to fight it out in court because then it becomes a civil matter, and that takes time. So this woman could, you know, good luck, lady. That's all I got to say. We're quartering these yeah. soldiers, and now they want to she quarter should, them in our houses. Like we said last week, she should have just uh, did what Martha's Vineyard did and just give them a, a bowl of Odeos and, uh, and, and great value peanut butter and send them on their way. Yeah. Well, they broke the law to get in here. Mm-hmm. Or did they? Oh. You know, Biden invited them. They set up the app for them. They opened the gates. They invited them in. They gave them a legal status and a court date instead of turning them around and sending them back. This is very much intentional. So and can Americans, we go back, uh, I want to go back on, on something, though, with the sure. bill that, uh, that the Democrats uh, wrote up that they passed on Super Bowl Sunday that Congress said that they're not, they're not going to entertain. So mm-hmm. if Trump wants to stop any of this funding, then, he, then he's impeached. Yeah. Yeah, they put that little hidden gem in there. They're going to fund the Ukraine. Yeah, until 2025. And if the president tries to stop the funding, it triggers an automatic impeachment. Now, Ukraine's not a NATO country. And we're treating it as though it is. That was supposed to be a buffer between NATO and Russia. That was agreed upon. But NATO's been encroaching and encroaching and encroaching on Russia for a long time. Ukraine was overthrown by Soros. And then the people took it back, but then Soros re-overthrew it when Obama was in office. So this is now all Soros' gig. He's a straight-up communist, Zelensky. He suspended the elections. They arrested a reporter who gave them a bad review. And now that report is dead. They killed him. That was just the other day, too. Um, he stops people from leaving the country. He's imposed a draft. Now he's drafting women. He's gotten like 130,000 Ukrainians killed. And it didn't even put a dent in Russia. Russia's laughing it off. Russia's not hurting. Russia's not damaged. You know, a couple of little things happen, and, and they've lost some soldiers. But, but, me, but my, my question is, how is that not? How is that bill not treasonous in itself? The bill is treasonous. First of all, the bill is treasonous because it began in the Senate. All bills are supposed to be created in the Congress. So, right there, it makes it an illegal bill. And Wendy Patterson is right. She brought up that in 1998. Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich wrote up a bill and made the Congress and the, and the Senate go along with it. That was an illegal bill. They overrode the Congress by doing that. You know, that's where this started. And then the Obamacare bill, that was written in the Senate, not the Congress. So they've been doing it every once in a while, and this is one of them. 
and they were going to put the border security in there, but there was no border security. That was just more money and more migrants. 5,000 yeah, a so day, now, and it triggered so now, a shutoff. With, uh, because we wouldn't pass their, their, their first fake bill, then they said, you know what, Let, let's, let's tweak this a little bit. I, I know what will get passed. We'll get rid of the border patrol, or we'll, we'll get rid of the border money for the United States, and then we'll also set up a rider, because this is what the public wants, that if Trump tries to stop this, then, then we'll impeach him. Right. And we'll promise them another bill for the border. But we are being punished severely because they're saying no. Biden's been out every day talking trash about us. Um, They want that money. They want that money. And it's all going to the military-industrial complex. Right. And then they're telling us, well, you know, it's going to create jobs in Alabama. (laughs) So yeah. then, why don't we spend the money? It's not a national defense bill. We have that. We have that in our budget. So now this is just more money you're going to give these companies, and you're going to use Ukraine as a way to do it. Gave away $60 billion worth of stuff over in Afghanistan. You just left it there, so we had to restock that. Now you're sending all kinds of weapons and stuff over to Ukraine and to Israel. So we got to restock those. So instead of giving them money to buy more weapons and tanks and stuff with, why don't we just buy the weapons and tanks, skip them? And we're going to save a lot of money by doing it. Israel makes weapons and has access to weapons. Ukraine, we've given them enough. We're not talking about their sugar daddy. And this little parading princess they call a a president over there. I mean, he sure does a lot of globetrotting and entertains a lot of -of out-of-town guests for a country at war. And all those Ukrainians that got killed or displaced, what about them? And, you know, he's going to run out of people to fight soon. So you know damn well Biden will send them Americans to help. Instead of it being between Russia and Ukraine, you know, it's always been between Russia and the United States. And I don't even think that they want to beat Russia. Russia's just the boogeyman. And Russia's going along with it. Russia even, Putin even said, he'd rather work with Biden. Biden's a lot easier for Russia to deal with than Trump was. Yeah, well, that's true. Because yeah, well, uh, you if know, Trump's not, a Russian agent, then why wouldn't why wouldn't they want him to be president? Yeah, they don't make any sense. You're right. That's a very good question. They make no sense at all. Russia, 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 Russia agent. And now they're telling us about Russia. They got these, some nuclear satellite that they've known about for months. But today they sounded the alarm and going to scare the stuffing out of everybody because they want that money. Russia's the bad guy. They got nuclear weapons in space. So do you think you're going to take out Russia? No. You're not giving anybody enough money to take out Russia. And if you think you're taking out Russia, you better learn to fight a lot better than you're doing, that's for sure. 
because Zelensky's getting his ass kicked over there. No matter how many weapons you give him. Russia thinks that's cute. Yeah, send them a handful of weapons, and then they're just going to slaughter a bunch of them and take their weapons away and take their land. They're not gaining any land. They're not gaining any traction. They're not making any successes at all. I don't think that they're intending to win the war. This is not going to look like there's an attempt. No, this is to feed the military-industrial complex. This is to keep Boeing and Lockheed Martin and Honeywell and Raytheon and all those companies going. And it's not about winning any wars. It's about endless war, endless supplies to the military-industrial complex. War is good for them. It's not good for the people. But he never intended to win the Afghan war. He never intended to win any war. Starting a whole bunch of them. He's not going to win a war against Iran. He's not even going to go to war with Iran. He's not going to win a war with the Houthis. He's helping Hamas. So he just wants to keep that going because that means more money. Always, mm-hmm. always, always follow the money. And that's where you'll find the root. That's where you'll find the science. Find the money. But that's what it is. It's not about winning wars, it's about endless war. And then they tell us, well, it's gonna, you got to pass this bill. It'll create jobs in Alabama, one of the weapons factories in Alabama. So we're going to just send them more money so more people can die. Innocent Ukrainians, innocent Russians, innocent Americans, so that we can keep these people in business. And these are the same people who the other breaking news is about. All those spies in the Russia, Russia, Russia collusion. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to talk about that, too. Oh. i got a whole list of stuff we got to get to, too. <laughs> um, yeah, we're just, we're being idiots. We're being suckered. And I'm tired of it. And I'm tired of people voting for Democrats, too. You're going to you put another Democrat in New York. What the hell? What was that all about? Why? Because Santos was a louse. Yeah, he wasn't convicted of anything. But Menendez is still there. The boy from Jersey. He's still there. The Democrats will never throw him out. Oh, he'll get reelected. He's good for three to five more terms. Yes. And this Ilan Omar, they took her off the Foreign Affairs Committee. It took a lot to get her off that committee. Yeah. I mean, you had Republicans voting to keep her on there. The woman stood up and said she works for Somalia. And she's only there to get them to do Somalia's bidding. She left Somalia, not under duress. She, She said she fled there. But her family was diplomats over in Somalia. And they were corrupt, and they were getting run out of town. That's why she fled. Not she because she was brother. a good guy. At least she married, yeah, she her, married brother. her brother. She married her brother, took a different name, and married her brother so she could commit immigration fraud and get him over here, too. But nobody even stopped her for that. But they threw Santos out for lying about his resume. Yeah. But who's the guy that, that lied about going into the military? 
Was that oh. Blumenthal or was that someone else? Well, yeah. No, it was Blumenthal. He said that he was a combat veteran, and he wasn't. He was a pencil pusher stateside. Mm-hmm. He was never in combat. And he had stolen Valia, Vala. I have friends of mine that every time they run into him at the country club or the yacht club and stuff, they give him a hard time. They call him Dick. They call him, um, they always call him Stolen Valor. But they hassle him every time they see him. They're, they're members of the same clubs as him. And they they still vote for him. He's from Connecticut, and he, they, they still vote for him there. They want to stop being a sanctuary city in Chicago, and the Chicago mayor said no. <laughs> the people had a referendum. Right. They they had a whole thing that they did. Eighty-five percent of the people polled said we don't want to be a sanctuary city anymore, and they didn't give a damn. Also, the 85 percent come up again. Because the New York Times put out a poll today, 85% of independents that they had a whole vote on said that they would vote Trump over Biden. That's a big number, 85%. You lose the independents, you're stiffed. That's it. It's over. So now the Democrats know they're not going to win. They're not going to put Big Mike in. And she's offended when you call her Big Mike, by the way. Oh, that's Um, all right. I don't... uh... Uh, but Big Mike is a nice lady, though, so I understand. Mm. Well, she does not want the job. Right. Pretty Boy Newsom wants the job, and Kamala wants the job. But, but those, two, said, no. those two cannot be on the ballot together, though. No, because they're from the same state. Right. Unless unless uh, one of them takes up residency someplace else, and that, that would have to be Kamala. Yeah. I think she might have moved to D.C. I think she already covered that. Hmm. Did you see they fired Catherine Herridge? No. Yeah. Yeah, they let go um, of 800 people from Paramount Global, and she was one of them. She's right now in the fight of her career because she doesn't want to give up her sources. And two months ago, she predicted a black swan event, which means they're going to get rid of Biden and do the switcheroo thing. But she has also been uncovering a lot, a lot of documents. And I've been watching her, and I've been watching when she posts pictures of the documents. She always has a pen, and the pen is in different positions in each picture across those documents. So I'm thinking that that's some sort of a message. The pen, the position counts for something. So I don't know if this is all coming to a head and it's part of this big explosion that's going on around us because everything's coming out. Jesse Waters is doing this series. Um, Sullenberger... And John Solomon, they have a whole expose out right now about how we we know that he's the most ruthless person in the world, Brennan, 
and Clapper and Obama himself was leading it. On November 3rd, the election was November 4th, on November 3rd, they had a meeting with Dominion and all the um, Internet people. They stole that election. They got the proof, as Sullenberger did, got the proof that those machines were connected to the Internet. Those voting machines are never supposed to be connected to the Internet. Those are supposed to be independent. But that night, they were all connected to the Internet. They fired up that server, and they changed those votes. And the documentation is there. Now, the Intel Committee, with all these spies are losing their minds because they're looking for this binder, this folder. And in the folder is all the proof that they set up Donald Trump, that they asked Australia, UK, Canada, um, of course the spies in the United States, and a couple other agencies to spy on 26 members of Trump's team without a warrant. Then you got Jake Sullivan saying that... American people are safer when they don't get a warrant for surveillance. He said, um, it's not American people's national security interest to require a warrant to surveil them. So he's trying to get around they didn't have a warrant to surveil all those people. But they can't find that binder. They can't find that classified document. They went through Biden's stuff. He doesn't have it. They searched Melania's underwear drawer and Barron's room. They tipped over his room and everything at Mar-a-Lago looking for that because that specific folder with all that information, that whole file, that has the names and the operations. It's got everything in it, and they can't find it. But Trump declassified that on October 6th before the election. But they still can't find it. And remember, they showed pictures of folders on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. Well, those files were empty, and those files were set up on the floor for the picture. Trump didn't just have files laying on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. He has a whole locked vault in there. That's protected by the U.S. Secret Service. No one in, no one out without Trump's permission. So those documents were safer there than they were anywhere else. But he declassified those. And they can't find them. And that's got all the goods on all these people. And that's coming to a head. Their world is rocked today. That is huge, huge news. Brennan, Clapper, Comey, Hillary, Obama, Joe Biden, Valerie Jarrett, Jen Psaki, um, John Podesta, Jake Sullivan, all of them are implicated in it. The CIA, the NSA, all of them, FBI, and it's all in that file and they can't find it. It'll turn up. It's not gone, and it's declassified when it does turn up. But if Trump had it, Trump's still got it, and Trump's lawyers have it. 
and so there's there's copies of it. The National Archives that have that. Every piece of paper, every document, every typed word is recorded and stored in a cloud somewhere. It never goes away. So they can retrieve the documents. They're not worried about retrieving the documents. They already know what's in them. They're worried about who else has seen the document. And when Trump declassified it, they didn't get the gist of what he was declassifying until they can't find these documents. And who knows? Who knows what happened to them? If Biden can get out of a skiff with documents on China, you know, the China thing. And that, that Bobolinsky said today, or yesterday, yesterday, that Joe Biden met with the with the Chinese guy. And then the next day, Biden got millions of dollars from China. Hunter did. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being so corrupt that you would have your kid who's deeply in the throes of addiction for, to drugs and sex. He has a sex, definite sexual addiction. He loves to see himself on camera and porn. Um, mm-hmm. Send him around as the point man, as the bag man, shaking down countries and shaking down bribes putting them on the boards of all these companies, setting up shell companies with his kids on the board. His kid didn't know what his name was half the time. They kept him high and in prostitutes and ran him around the world just shaking down people till he thought that, you know, he was Mr. Superstar and untouchable because his father was a senator and then the vice president, now president. So instead of helping your kid and putting him in the Betty Ford Clinic, you put him on the board of Burisma, along with Romney's kid and Pelosi's kid and John Kerry's kid, kids on that board. Everybody was getting a piece of that money, too. There's a lot more going on in Ukraine than we know about. So you you would... Let your kid go around the world. Everybody in the world knew the kid was an addict. And then his laptop was not Russia disinformation. It wasn't Russia anything. Russia had nothing to do with it. The kid was so high, he left his laptop at just a random computer shop to fix it. And then never picked it up. Probably forgot where he left it. Hmm. Unless the kid wanted to be caught, you know, even subconsciously, I maybe just it think was it's funny that he's trying to sue every every single person he can about that laptop. He's just trying yeah. and trying and trying, uh, but he uh, he's he's not going to get anywhere. Well, he admitted it was his, and so right. did his lawyer. You know, just by trying to sue people. You're claiming ownership of it. You know, how are you going to sue somebody over something that's not yours? Right? So right there you're claiming ownership of it. And this Bobolinsky, something about him I don't trust, though. 
He's too eager. But he could be telling the truth. He, you know, he could be legit, but how come he's not dead? Seth Rich is dead. Mm-hmm. Snowden's exiled. Julian Assange, they want him dead. He's exiled. I mean, that guy's been living in a prison since he exposed Podesta's email. And Podesta is now the climate czar. And an office that doesn't exist, not, you know, confirmed by the Senate. So it's not a cabinet position, but he's an advisor to the president. So did Hillary conquer the White House again? Because that's her boy. And now Humid Aberdeen is dating Alex Soros. Huma Aberdeen is Hillary's girl. That was her right. girl Friday. Weena's ex-wife. So it's all coming together right now. I know, I know I'm bouncing around. But all these pieces do fit into the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is, is that they're, I think they're in panic. Because they know they can't beat Donald Trump. Not legit. And everybody's watching these machines and everybody's watching everything. So they're going to have a hard time stealing this election. I'm not saying they can't do it. But we have to be vigilant. And when we go to these polls to vote, we have to check our phone to see if there's a Wi-Fi signal coming out of that building. And if there is, that means that those machines can be accessed, can access the Internet. So any place that you find a signal in any voting place, you better watch those machines really, really close. Because if you can get a signal, so can the machine. There should be no Wi-Fi available near those machines. Hey, uh, Joanne, uh, one of your BFFs has been waiting a while to jump in. Oh, Joe's here. Hello, yeah, when Joe comes in. He's always got good breaking news. I was, uh, in, Joe. I was trying to let you roll here. I, I was trying not to even inter- interrupt you. No, that's fine. I talk a lot. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. I, I might give you and Joe some alone time here in a few minutes. I wanted to go talk to my wife for a few minutes before well, she goes to bed. Day. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. All right. Bring Joe in. Hey, hey breaking news. South China Post. We have five aircraft carriers going to be off of China. China? Yep. Western Pacific, the Abraham Lincoln, the George Washington, the Ronald Reagan, the Theodore Roosevelt, and the Carr Vinson. Oh. This those is are serious hot. boats. You never, and those are all, all, all ours. We usually keep one in Japan. We've had three there for the last couple of months, and now we're adding another two. Hmm. I don't know about this, Joe. Are we going to see action, or is he putting them up so China can sink them? I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I say, this is from the South China Post. This broke about an hour ago. Those are serious warships. Oh, that's half of our naval fleet right there. Yeah, that's top of the line ships. That's not that's those are whole carrier groups. Um Wow. Are we expecting to rumble with China? 
They're going to make a move on Taiwan. Well, See, there's they something want else money. too, though, Joanne. Look, look at what I just sent you right now. All right. Yeah. Well, they they want that money, and part of it's for Taiwan. Remember? Yeah. So the the new thing is that Brandon just signed a a bill to protect Palestinians from ever getting deported. Yeah. So they yep. want them here. They do. They want Hamas here. They want Venezuelans here, criminals, not just Venezuelans, yeah, not the normal Venezuelans. Here. They want everybody else but. Right. They are replacing us. They've had it with us. They want cheap labor. They want all of these criminals to kill off and oppress Americans. They want to bleed us dry. I mean, we owe out so much money right now. Our interest is bigger than our military budget. Right, but keep voting Democrat. You, you'll get yourself out of it. Not, yeah, you can vote yourself into slavery, but you can never vote yourself out of it. You know, there was slavery here before. Actually, they never ended slavery. They expanded it to include everyone. They were mad because the Republicans made the Democrats give up their slaves. So they just decided to enslave the entire population. And they did it through taxes. Remember, taxes were supposed to be voluntary. And then taxes were for the general welfare and the greater good of the country. Still voluntary, though. Now, you're a tax evader if you don't pay them taxes. And they keep going up and up and up and up and up on their taxes. You know... I remember that 999, no, was it 999 that he had? The guy who was Godfather's Pizza. The Herman Cain guy, yeah. Herman Cain, yes. And Ted Cruz, they both proposed a flat tax. That's what we should do, a flat tax, no more than 10%. Mm -hmm. And never be able to raise it. Max it out at 10%, start it out at 2 You know they're going to max it out at 10 but just make it, that's the absolute limit. You can never raise it. So then they have to live within their means. And 10% is a big number as, you know, the economy grows and people have more money. That'll bring more taxes in. If you lower taxes, people make more money and you end up getting more in the long run. By dropping at 1%, you raise your revenue by 10%. So, I think we should go to the flat tax. I wasn't for it at first, but I am now. And it should be a general sales tax, not even an income tax. That way, when you buy and sell goods, you pay a tax on it, and that's it. Your income is your own. The government should have no right to your income. You should be able to keep the, the spoils of your labor. The first revolutionary war was about, you know, and when, when you talk to these kids about the first revolutionary war, <clears throat> they have it in their heads that it was a bunch of old white guys with gray hair. The median age of the Minutemen was 17 years old. That was, I mean, some were older, some were younger. But that was a bunch of kids who fought that war. 
they had a couple of adult leaders. But it was mostly kids, young people. And if you ask them about George Washington, the only thing they can tell you was he was a slave owner. They don't tell you back during that time that slaves were a part of the culture. They were actually a part of every culture on the planet at that time. And it took a lot of guts for our founding fathers, who were just young people, to say all men are created equal. People wanted them dead for that and tried to kill them for saying that. And you hear about John Quincy Adams, not John Adams, but John Quincy Adams. He was not a slave owner, but they wanted to get rid of his statue anyhow. He was an abolitionist. But they still wanted to get rid of his stuff. And a lot of white people died freeing the slaves, too. Like I said, you can vote yourself into slavery. You can't vote yourself out. That takes another whole situation. So the slaves didn't free themselves. A lot of people freed them. While slavery was still going on in England and Portugal, and the Irish were nothing but slaves. All over the world, the Africans, they were slaves. The Ottoman Empire, the, the Persians, they all had slaves. The Libyans still have slaves. And we're allowing slaves to be brought over our border as we speak. There's slaves in this country. Mm-hmm. How about we go about freeing, freeing those people? Because we got child slaves. We have sex slaves. We have... Oh, they're, they're bringing 12-year-olds across the border so they can go work the graveyard shift at Kellogg's. Right. Yeah, child labor slaves. They ain't going to get rich, those kids. Someone else is taking their money. Someone else is benefiting from their labor. So I'm done hearing about slavery. Not when we're allowing it in our midst this very day. Bless you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But back... Back to all this stuff, Joe. Um, yeah, Joanne, I'm, sure I'm going to so- take a few minutes right now. Okay. Joe, you still with yeah. me? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm just looking for some things. Go ahead. What do you know about this um, thing that Jesse Waters is talking about in Sullenberg, about these spies and that those documents that they can't find? I think that... I, you know, thinking about it now in the Miami case, I said a couple of weeks ago there was another investigation, and mm-hmm. here we go. This was it. Yeah, well, I'm thinking that those documents were presented to a grand jury, too. And you're right, there might have been another special counsel on that, and they're in possession of those documents. Because they couldn't find them at Mar-a-Lago. They tipped that place over looking for those documents. But remember those empty files that were on the floor. I wonder if one of them, those empty jackets, belong to this file they're looking for. Because that'll tell you, ha-ha, I got you, dude. You can look well, all you want. It'll put, it'll put everybody away. You know. Yeah. Did you, did, did you, not to change the subject, did you see the focus group on MSNBC? They had about 16 or 17 people up there. And they all asked him who you're voting for, and every one of them said Trump. Was that the New York Times one? 
I, I think this is the one on MSN. I think it was either. I don't know who it was. Yeah, because the New York Times did a uh, focus group uh, survey, and 85% of the people that were asked said that they – and they were independents that were asked. 85% mm-hmm. said that they would vote for Trump over Biden. That's really, really big. Well, Barris did polling after all this stuff came out about, you know, Biden not being charged. And Barris was, he's with People's Pundit. If I recommend anybody that you follow in polling, it's People's Pundit. They are on the mark. You know, he's mm-hmm. very honest. And he was so stunned that he went back and he's been reworking the the numbers because he he didn't believe what he was saying. It was so far changed. Yeah, that's a that's a big number. So yeah, Trump knows that he's going to win. Biden knows he's going to lose. They are doing everything they can to destroy this country as quickly as they can, and they're trying to kneecap Trump. Like Proof said, they put that hidden little gem in this bill. Yeah, that it's so, gotta, that's uncon- totally unconstitutional. That's right. The president has the right to determine his own policy. And Congress can't have any... Congress is a separate entity, equal power. So the president doesn't have to go by that. He goes by the Constitution. The law can't... The, the Congress can't be making any laws that tie the hands of the president. SCOTUS will have to do that, too. That's what they do. They purposely bring bogus things up so that they force the court to take a stand. And the court doesn't want to be political. They don't want to get involved in that type of stuff because they don't want to overstep their authority. Their only thing is to decide whether a case is or isn't constitutional. Not to choose a side, not to favor one side over another. Now, aren't we expecting something Friday from that other court from New York, that Ergodon there? Yeah, it's been linking out. He's He's gonna give the shaft to Trump. Oh, yeah, of course he is. It, it, it's going to go all the way up to Supreme Court. I mean, it, I like yeah, that the one guy. Yeah, they on the court, too. It's time for the Supreme Court to put on their big big boy pants. Yeah. they got to put a stop to have, this. You know, this this is this. It's, it's lawfare going astray. Yeah, well, I mean, this is just absolute persecution. And how long are we going to put up with that? I don't I'm know. I'm surprised uh, Trump is still standing. That's what tells me that Trump's got something going on in the background. There's got to be another special prosecutor. Trump didn't just sit there and let them do all this stuff to him. It has to play out. But there's got to be a fight back. <coughs> I mean, so far it looks like Trump isn't able to fight back. They don't let him bring his evidence in. They don't. You know, but maybe... He don't want to present his evidence yet because he's got another case going on. But they're all getting really rattled. Something big is going on out there, Joe. I know, I knew. Oh, this this broke. White House. Remember your dream? 
Yes. Well, I've had a lot of dreams. A lot of them. Including South China Sea. Oh. I'll tell you that privately. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, I is he going to sink our battleships? Is he, is he just going to, like, sacrifice our ships to China? China's got him over a barrel. China's blackmailing him and his kid. Oh, And maybe definitely. he's afraid to leave the presidency. You know, they say he's a noodlehead in that her report. They said, yeah, he's a well-meaning gentleman and he's nice and all of that, but he's feeble. So if he's well, feeble, you can't charge him, right? So that must well, be they for never, they never, office. They office. They never asked him about his son. He brought his son up in the conversation. Uh-huh. He's lying about what he was asked. They, he they told five different stories of, on how the kid died. Well, yeah. The kid had uh, brain this cancer. Dis- yeah, this just broke. Uh, White House will not meet with House Speaker Johnson. Oh. So that just So broke. he's just going to come out and talk trash about Johnson, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad Johnson's holding, standing his ground. Can you imagine how much mail he got, how many phone calls, how many Twitter comments he's gotten? I mean, Twitter has lit up on that man. I know that. Well, they have a hundred thousand to bring that up. He has a hundred thousand people watching the War Room. They have this new app out where it's called Bill Blaster, where you can go in there and just blast your senator, blast your House representative, and most of the war room posse has loaded, downloaded it that into their, you know, on their computers or laptops. Yeah. So they have a very effective way now to get communications to the House and the Senate. Now here, let me bring this up. This is, I found this interesting, this fact. And the Senate vote, the old geezers voted for war and the money, the young guys voted not against it. Isn't that interesting? Yes. I kind of saw that. Yeah, the old guys like Grassley and McConnell and Schumer and, and all the old-time Republicans, they did vote for it. But the younger guys did not. Did you That's hear about important. McConnell's sister-in-law? What about her? She was involved in a tragic, you know, she's into that China. She's totally tied to China. And, oh. yeah, and, her, you know, her best partner is way into CCP. Well, the, her her Tesla went into a pond in Texas and she drowned. Wow. And I'm just wondering if this is a sign is this a signal? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a definite threat. They say there's now, a video wife, of it. His wife's Elaine Chow, and she's Chinese. She's connected to the Communist Party of China. And they own this big shipping company. Now, Teslas usually won't go into a pond. Unless the system was overridden. That's the problem with these cars, is with the computers. You can hack into those computers and you can make that car go crazy. 
You've been smacking into telephone poles, dropping into a pond. But ordinarily, that car can read GPS and knows to avoid the pond. You know, if you're riding down the street in one of those Teslas and somebody cuts you off, the Tesla will take evasive action. It'll slow down. It will stop. It will swerve. If somebody's too close to your car, it will tell you and it will correct it. So that didn't just go in a pond. Somebody had to remote control it into the pond. They even have restrictors on it. They know the speed limit in any general vicinity you're in. If the speed limit's 45, the car knows it and will only let you do 49. It won't let you go faster than that in that speed zone. Like if the speed limit on the highway is 70, it will let you do 79. It won't let you do 80. So if they tell you that the car sped up or it went in a pond or like that reporter's one did and it hit the tree, they said it sped up, it was doing about 70 miles an hour and smacked into a tree on a side street. But he was about to break that information about the the guy who defected and joined the Taliban, Berdal. He was about to break that story. And he ended up in a fiery crash. I wouldn't, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Uh, Which reminds me the Seth Rich laptop was ordered to be released, but the FBI is not giving it out. Hmm. Yeah, well, if it was just a simple mugging in the streets of D.C., it was no simple mugging. Why did that? Why did Donna Brazil showed up at the hospital while the kid was still alive? Along with the mayor of D.C. Along with the mayor of D.C. What's going on here? Yeah, they show up for all their victims like that? No. No. Plan. It was a hit. Yeah, three cops just got shot in D.C. I bet you none of them went to the hospital to check on them. But Seth Rich, a nobody, just a little clerk who worked for the D.N.C. We all know damn well Seth Rich downloaded those Podesta emails and Mm -hmm. somehow brought them to WikiLeaks. And Julian Assange, although he never admitted it, he kind of alluded to it, that it was somebody on the inside. It wasn't Russia that hacked the DNC. Absolutely not. And if Russia did, then why'd they continue to use CrowdStrike? They still use CrowdStrike. If CrowdStrike it was so lousy at securing the information. I'm sure it would have changed the security company. But no, they still got that company on, so it wasn't CrowdStrike. It wasn't a hack. The computers weren't hacked. The kid saw something and downloaded it and ended up dead over it. And that's why they went to the hospital, to make sure he was dead. Yep. He wasn't going to survive that. They couldn't let him survive that. That that was punishment for downloading those. Remember his name, people. Seth Rich. Joanne, do you want me to bring Bianchi on as well? Oh, absolutely. We love Bianchi. Come on in, Frank. Happy Valentine's Day. How's everybody? 
Oh, we're great. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'll make it. What's on your mind tonight? Boy, there's everything breaking all over the place tonight, huh? Yeah, it is. Uh, I heard somebody talking about that uh, banks are going to require its members to sign over their rights, whereas the bank can confiscate your money and if you don't do this and do that and so on. Mm-hmm. People need to stop putting out that kind of information. You cannot yeah. sign away your constitutional protections. You right. can't do it. You cannot denounce your child citizenship until they become of age. Only they can do that. You can denounce right. yours and leave the country. So people put out this false information, be scaring the hell out of folks, and that's just silly. Yeah, well, we I give gotta... you an example. I give you an okay. example, Joanne. If somebody kill your, your your son, you can't tell the prosecutor you forgive them and don't don't prosecute them. They have committed right. a crime against the state. That's true. And no private entity can forfeit your constitutional rights. They they can't. But you know what? Every time we say we they can't do it, they're in the process of doing it. Yeah, you know, people, people say they can't do that. Their Fourth Amendment of seizure. You seize in somebody's property. That's against yeah. the that's against the Constitution. Yeah, but if you sign a waiver saying that they can seize your property, then you've agreed to the terms. So it doesn't have anything to do with the Constitution. It's not a contract with the government, even though they're federally subsidized and um, secured. You still. That's, that should be a private contract. But then again, this stuff with Trump in New York, that's a private contract. They have no business being involved in. You know, that we're free Americans. You have a right to free commerce. You have a right to buy and sell your goods. And there was no victim, no crime, no complaint, nothing. They had no business even well, getting involved in that. And they're treating it as a criminal crime and found them guilty. And it's a civil matter. It's a it's a process thing. Well, you know, just like the courts, this court, this uh, appeal court said that Donald Trump is not immune from, his presidency does not immune him from January 6th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then why come people don't file a lawsuit against Joe Biden because of his derelict of duties and his abandonment of his oath when it comes I down heard, I heard the to reason the for that second today. to the border? I heard people on Fox talking about that. They said that you can't indict a president while he's a sitting president. So that's probably why he's a goose sticker and won't leave. Because as soon as he steps off that position, uh, according to his own new rules and all this persecution with Trump, they can indict him. And they can indict Obama. And that's what's freaking everybody out. Because Obama's not a sitting president. And he was everybody's boss during that time. He was Biden's boss. He was Brennan's boss. Comey's boss. 
Clapper's boss. He was everybody's boss. Joanne, if they say Biden is not competent, okay, well, apparently mm-hmm. there's somebody on the other side of his earpiece that's advising and consulting him. They should mm-hmm. be sued because if they're advising and consulting him, whereas he is derelict of his duty protecting the southern border, they should be sued. Mm-hmm. Any citizens whose relatives, child, loved one, or they've been harmed or damaged by the presence of illegals in the country, they should sue Joe Biden because yes. it's his derelict of duties and his abandonment of the oath that allowed that person to stay here. Right. He took an oath that said that he would faithfully execute the laws of this country. He didn't say he'd pick and choose which laws he liked and which ones he didn't. And he's had the authority right along. Just as he had the authority to open those borders, he has the authority to close them. They already had to be closed for him to open them to start with. He's got 19 consecutive orders concerning that, executive orders concerning that border that reversed Trump's executive orders. So if Trump could do it, he can do it. And another thing, Bianchi, if the special counsel says that you can't be charged because you're not competent, why would you stand there and scream, I am competent? Well, then charge him. Well... If the if if the, well if he's not confident, somebody is telling him what to do, and if they're telling him what to do, even though they're saying he's not confident, and then the things that he is doing is obviously wrong, then they have to also whoever's consulting and coaching him has to take some of the responsibility. They should be liable. They should be sued. Yeah, well, look at like, Kamala Harris says, oh, he's all sharp, he's on his game. Um, Jake Sullivan says that, oh, yeah, he's he's just doing fine. Everybody around him is saying, no, he's great, you know. John, John Pierre there, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's sharp as tack. He's up every morning and he does more work than anybody else. So why would you take that gift and be able to skate, walk free? And she should be free, too. Oh, yeah, but after he's president, he can be charged according to the new rules now. If you can charge Trump, then you can charge Biden when he steps down off that position. So he's setting himself up to be I'll tell you to be somebody sued, else trying to is the media. You just had a case, or a case is, is getting ready to proceed forward where some parents who children was killed, I guess, in a school shooting, and now they want to sue social media, saying that social media had something to do with emboldening or encouraging the shooter to do what they done. So CNN, MSNBC, with their position that Joe Biden is competent, even though you got somebody else, well, his demonstration is showing that he's not, and then, like I said before, if somebody's child or relative gets hurt or injured by an illegal, then they need to sue the news media because they put out that information yep. that was false. Well, they're saying he's competent, so then he's doing this on purpose. But you if know, he's not competent, who's running the show? 
You know, he's playing at both sides. He's acting like a noodle head. So everybody says, oh, yeah, he's a noodle head. But then he's doing diabolical stuff, so he's not a noodle head. So he's playing both sides here. He's going to play I'm not a noodle head until he's done being president. And then once he's done, he's going to say, oh, yeah, I am a noodle head, and you can't charge me. Well, I heard Newsom say he didn't want to be president, and he threw yeah, it on to uh, yeah, he threw it on to Kamala Harris. Yeah, it, 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 uh, they threw it on to Kamala Harris. Uh, yeah, well, they're going to sacrifice like, two of them. They know they're not going to win. Not, not, yeah, they ain't yeah. going to win with with Newsom Harris. No, absolutely not going to happen. Their only shot is Michelle, and Michelle has no experience. She has no governing experience. You know, all she's got is the name, and she's a nice lady. But Well, black can vote for her just because she's black and a female, just like they voted for Joe Biden in the primary in South Carolina. With all the stuff that's going on with him, they came out and voted. I don't understand that group. And please do not count me into that because of my skin color. We've got to get away from that stuff. Yes, we do, because no one's going anywhere, and we're all in it together. And we've got to stop letting them segregate us. We've got to cut that out now, because we need each other. We're all Americans, and they're replacing us. They're replacing black people, white people, brown people. If you're American, you're being replaced. with foreigners who don't know their rights, who don't know our culture, who don't know our documents. Our yeah, they're just happy Bill to of be rights. here. Yeah, they're really happy to be here. And if we're so racist and so oppressive, why are they fleeing to come in here instead of running to Venezuela? How come all the Americans aren't leaving and going to these other countries? Yeah, that is something. I told I told some uh, black group, I said, why don't you guys head on down to Mexico and Venezuela if you don't like what's going on here? Yeah. We got it good here. And we're squandering it. Because they're telling you, oh, the black people do this, and the white people got to do that, and the brown people got to do this. And, you know, we have all these things for the black community, and we have all these things for the Spanish community. How about the American community? How about you do it? How about you fix the roads so all Americans can drive on them? How about you do just what we told you through your 17 enumerated powers? You don't have to run our lives. You don't have to run our schools. You shouldn't even be in our schools. You know, you have no right to get involved in a private contract between a bank and a borrower. What the hell is that? Is every well a bank a bank shouldn't be trying to force people to get involved in something by the threat that they're going to take their money. That's violating the Fourth Amendment. You're seizing these people's property. Right. That's totally totally wrong. Yeah. And who is a judge in New York to even put a value on a property in Florida? But the thing is, the whole world knows that whatever Letitia James throws up there, he's going to sign off on. The whole world knows that. But I don't even know why they even had a trial. And she's another one who's doing mortgage fraud. Right. And spending money and 
conspiring with the White House to even be involved in this case that is not in her jurisdiction. She has no right as a criminal prosecutor to go after a civil case. They made it a criminal case. They invented a victim. There's no victim. Where's the victim? The bank's happy. They made money. Trump's happy. He got the loan and paid it back and did what he was doing with the money. Everybody's happy except that judge and Letitia James. And they well, pulled those charges out of the... She again. gave her motive before she, when she was running for election. But then, you know, when you have a person like her doing the nefarious things that she's pulling off, then the question has to be, what is the mental state, what is the in- intelligence of the voters that voted for her? Yeah. And didn't Alvin Bragg take a $5,000 buy to just get in on that? Somebody gave him five grand to even open up this case and, and put her on it. Well, I don't know. Peanut. Yeah, it's all coming out. Everything they've accused this man of is all backfiring on them, and they're doing the same thing. And then that other one down in Georgia. Now, Brian Kemp, his daughter's boyfriend ended up dead, too. So that was a message. Well, there's a whole bunch of crap going on. I'm going to tell you something else. This idea that uh, you let they a state can let whoever they want vote on their ballot. But yeah. if the federal candidate is also on the top of that ballot, illegals can vote for them, and you have no way to know who turned that ballot in. That's right. why it has to be a separate federal ballot. Where the people that's that are allowed to vote on point. it is vetted. That's a very vetted. good point. Just like it is when you get a passport. You don't know who turned that ballot in. And you already no. have had some interviews with some illegals that said that they're going to vote for who? Biden. Yeah. Yeah, they think because they got a legal pass to be here, they got, you know, the asylum thing pending. They think it's okay for them to vote. I don't know who's telling them that. But maybe they're not wrong, because in New York they can vote. In Massachusetts they can vote. But you're right. Those are on local ballots. There is federal requirements that only only citizens can vote for a president. Well, on the national national election, the federal government pays for that ballot process. Because it's yeah. federal candidates on the ballot. I'm saying right. that if you got federal candidates on the ballot that illegals are allowed to have, they're going to vote for the federal candidate. Yeah. There's nothing you can do to stop them because, simple, you don't know if they did it or not. You don't know where that ballot comes. That ballot could have came from Santa Claus. You don't know. There's no identification yeah. marks, nothing on it. Yeah, we got to watch for that, too. Every state should have voter ID. And I'm tired of them calling blacks stupid that they can't get an ID. Of course they can get an ID. Anybody can get an ID. You know, 
Jets, well, every driver, every licensed driver that's out there who's black got an ID. So you're going to call them you stupid? Some, you got some areas been voting Democrats for over 72 years. And look at it. I tell you, it's, it's gotten so bad that the school district, major city, St. Louis, where the population in the public school system was over 100,000. Presently, it's, clo- it's closing in on 17,000, a major U.S. city. Public school population, 17,000. That's totally, totally absurdine. Yeah, well, I think that we should have public schools, but I don't think that the federal government should have anything to do with them. We don't need a Department of Education. We don't have any federal teachers. We have local teachers, city, state, and town teachers. That's who pays the teachers. What's the feds doing involved in that? That's They're destroying our children's education. Of course, no government is going to educate their citizens with enough knowledge to overthrow them or to let them know what their rights are. I don't know. Now they're not even letting the kids go to school. They make them do Zoom so they can use the schools for illegals. Well, the feds are bringing them in, and they're getting dropped off in the cities. Yeah, Texas sent several thousand of them to the different various cities. But Texas didn't send ten million. Where'd the rest of them come from? So this is, we're in we're in a bad state of affairs. And with all these criminals around, I was saying to people, just not that long ago on this show, I was saying you know, I talk to these people and they say, oh, yeah, I got 15 guns and I got 5,000 rounds of ammo. And I'm thinking to myself, who are you going to shoot? People coming across a river, women and children? You know, you can't shoot them. You're not going to be a hero if you shoot them. Your guns are useless. They're coming across. They're invading the country and they haven't fired a shot. So if you start shooting at them, you're the bad guy. And not only now, are we being invaded, we're paying them to invade us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, now when you see a 15-year-old kid in New York with a gun, and he's an illegal, where'd he get the gun? So if they are bringing guns, then maybe arming up is not a bad idea. Well, you don't know what they have. You don't know what they have and how they've got it. Well, you know you that have... we had a Operation Fast and Furious, and we were giving guns to the drug cartels. That was proven. So Absolutely. it's not if... it's not out of the realm of possibilities that our government is arming them too. Why would yeah. you bring in an army and not arm them? Well, they can get guns because I knew of a coup attempt over in an African country, Gambia, and the people that sent the guns over in barrels was here in the United States. Yes. Now, of course, that that attempt failed, but to say that they don't have guns or can't get guns, 
Well, that's, but I tell you what. Look at all the guns we sent to Libya. Yeah, look, we need to get them all out the of the country. We send guns everywhere, and then we collect guns from criminals and stuff, and round those up, and we send those across the border. Those the, the ghost guns and travel, you know, the guns with the numbers removed and the Fast and Furious guns. You know that that was a lot of guns. We didn't think they were going to stay in Mexico, did we? You got come the across governor. Them. What governor is telling homeowners to open up their homes to illegal? Isn't that hardening criminals? Yes. That is harboring. And that's the government quartering their soldiers in our homes. (laughs) That's true. They're bringing their soldiers in, and we're paying to bring them in. We're paying them to be here. We are supporting them. We're giving them stipends. We're giving them... uh, Old lady on food stamps gets $79 a month. Uh, Illegal on food stamps gets $112 a month. Well, you know who makes money off those snap cards, don't you? J.P. Morgan. Every time a snap card is swiped, they get a percentage. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. And then you got the UN giving them cards. And then O'Keefe did reports. I don't know if you saw James O'Keefe's re- latest reports, but he's been infiltrating these NGOs. Right. Yeah, I've been this time seeing it was that. Lutherans. Yeah, but they're all offshoots from the Catholic charities. Catholic charities hires all these people and sets up all these little organizations. And gets them going, and they get more money and more money. And the more illegals they bring in, the more money they get. We're paying them to recruit illegals. No drug, I mean, the drug cartels, they're the last step of the journey. You know, you got to give them 300 bucks to come across the border. They just, you know, like gatekeepers, like the toll collectors. But the rest of it is full, whole on governments. 90,000. Military-age men did not leave China without China knowing about it. They didn't just get up and walk away. And they all got nice, fresh shoes. They all got the same backpack. Do you notice them all standing on the side of the road? They all got the same exact backpack. Mm -hmm. So those were issued to them. They didn't go to a store and just buy random luggage. They were issued those bags. And they all got brand new clean shoes. So they didn't trek across any country. They were transported. They didn't get dirty. They were brought from point A to point B. And this Darien Gap they're saying is so dangerous. That Darien Gap is so controlled. Nobody gets across that border unless they were supposed to be coming across that border. Governments and NGOs are involved, and the United States is the biggest perpetrator. I used to think we were the good guys. I'm not so sure about that. We're causing trouble all over the world. And we're causing trouble for ourselves, and we're being absolutely stupid. And then you got people worried about who's black, who's brown, who's white. 
Mm-hmm. Honey, we got bigger things to worry about than that. We better stick together. You got whole governments coming against us. And they don't give a damn what color we are. We're American. That's what they care about. They want to get rid of Americans. And if you're American, you're on the chopping list. I can't believe we've sunk this far. All this stuff is breaking now, but what are we going to do with all this information? You know, they got us thinking that we're the only ones. Oh, we're crazy if we talk about this stuff. They said, oh, you can't talk about politics in the bar, and you can't talk about religion in the bar. Do you know our founding fathers used to meet up in the pubs? That was the only gathering places they could talk. They didn't have social media. They stood in the public square on a soapbox talking, and people would listen to them. But they started talking among themselves in the bars and the churches. That's why they don't want us talking politics in those places. They don't want us talking among ourselves. That's how mutinies happen. Just like the captain of a ship won't let the crew talk to each other. So just a dumb question then, was that the main reason for prohibition 100 years ago? Could have been part of it. I never thought about it that way. Could have been part of it. They don't want us talking among ourselves. That's why they censor us on social media. That's why they even shadow ban us. They'll let you talk, so you can't say they're censoring you. But they'll limit your exposure. The only one that's going to see your post is you. Unless somebody seeks you out. Right. Yeah, if they want to see your post, they have to actually look for you and go to your page. Even then, they won't see everything. I notice when I'm on the phone, I don't see all the posts as I do with the personal computer. I see way more posts when I'm on the computer than I do on the phone. So they just randomly select how many you're going to see on your phone. You're not seeing everything. And when you talk politics, you notice you get less likes, less views. Mm-hmm. But if I put a picture of my lunch on there, oh yeah, I might get 60, 70 likes. But if I put a picture of Alex Soros and Huma Abedin up, I might get two likes. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. Because they don't want us talking among ourselves. Even advertising for this show. I've noticed I've advertised for other things. You know, like local businesses and stuff. I get a lot of likes for that. I advertise for this show. I might get two or three. So I just keep advertising it. And when you go to people who have like three, four 400,000 people that follow them, you can post it in their comments and stuff. You know, well, I'll say things like, I'm going to talk about this tonight on this show. Mm-hmm. And then post it in there so their followers will see it. you got to know how to get around these things. And you have to put spaces in your words because they have 
flags that come up, you know, with the algorithms. If you use certain words, trigger words, they'll shadow ban you. But if you use symbols in some of the words or you separate the words, then it doesn't pick them up. So I've been learning how to do that, too. Or misspelling a word. People will correct you. If if you misspell a word, you'll get 30 people that'll say, oh, you misspelled that, or the grammar police will come up. But if you do it intentionally, you don't worry about how many people worry, you know, talk to you about misspelling it. They read what you had to say. They got the message. Mm-hmm. So you just take the hits. You still got to say what you wanted to say. That's how I do it, anyhow. I don't know about other people. But I've been trying to find ways around these senses. And they usually rely on artificial intelligence and algorithms. So you have to trick them. Another thing, too, is memes. If you put something in a meme, you have a better chance of it being seen. Because they'll pick it up as a picture and not as a as like the the words that are in the picture it won't read the it won't read the meme it'll just know that it's a meme it so it takes a little longer for them to censor that well eventually they will get censored but yeah you're right yeah it takes a little longer because they have to manually do it so somebody has to report it and then they'll pull it you got a lot of rap bastards out there too Oh, I saw this on Facebook, and this person said this, this person said that. I'm offended. Yeah, I'm offended you're offended. I'm offended that you're more interested in ratting me out than you are in looking at the information I just gave you. Go ahead and rat me out. I don't care. I said what I said. And I'll stick by it. But the way it is, you know, people are more than happy to rat you out. Look how many times people got all over you over the masks. Oh, I know. Or being barefoot. Yeah. Yeah, it's everybody else's business because you're not complying with whatever whatever they, they've been told to comply with. Right. How many people ratted others out for not wearing a mask? I mean, I, I saw a girl, a woman, Throw a scalding hot cup of coffee at a man who was walking down the street. No, he was sitting on a bench, minding his business. And she came up to him and threw coffee on him because he didn't have a mask on. He wasn't near her. He wasn't bothering her. He didn't even acknowledge her. Didn't know she was there. She took it upon herself. I had somebody um, take it upon themselves to correct behavior. Dan and I were driving down Midway. There's two lanes. So we were passing the cars in the right lane. A woman in a car in the right lane jumped in front of us, almost hit us, cutting us off. And then she hit the brakes. So, of course, we come right up on her. Wasn't expecting her to cut us off and hit the brakes. So Dan had to hit the brakes, too. So then... He stayed up her ass for a minute, and then she went back over into the right lane. We passed her and thought that was the end of it. 
we had to stop at a red light at a big intersection, and then we took a right, went to another intersection, took a left, and swung around to my daughter's shop. So Dan got out of the car first, and I was still getting something out of the car. He leans back in, and he says to me, she said she's calling the police to report me. I said, who's going to report you? When I looked behind us, this woman had blocked us in. It was the same woman who jumped in front of us on Midway. Now, she followed us for like maybe two miles, taking rights and lefts, and then blocked us in. So I told her to get the hell out of there. She said, I'm calling the police, and you were speeding on Midway. I said, you took it upon yourself to try to correct our behavior. Get out of here. She said... I'm not moving until the police get here. I said, you got them on the phone? I said, tell them that you stalked me, and now you have me blocked in, and I'm going to treat you as a threat. So I heard the woman tell her to get out of there. Yeah, she stalked us. She blocked us in, and she's calling the police on us. I told her I was going to treat her as a threat. And that's when the cops told her to leave. They never did show up. But that almost came to blows. That's how people will just take it upon themselves. Same as those masks. Remember how people were flipping out in supermarkets? They had little footprints. Yeah. And they had to do all going one way up one aisle and one way down the other aisle. So did that virus know how to direct traffic, too? And Fauci told us he pulled six feet out of his rear end. Some little kid did a science fair project and said that germs that aren't airborne when you sneeze probably go about six feet. So they didn't even do their own research. They took it from a fifth grade, a science project. That's where they got the six foot. And then you still got people wearing these scams. Yeah, why would you wear a mask? They're dirty. That's another thing. Those cloth masks. Now, if if you're doing surgery and you're in a hospital, you change your mask every 20 minutes. You throw it out and you get another one. Yeah. People were putting masks on their children, sending them to school with these cloth masks. The kid plays with it all day, puts it on, takes it off, lifts it up, you know, sneezes and it coughs and it gets boogers on it, food particles, moisture, and then, and dust and every other kind of mite, whatever, bacteria, fungus. Then the kid will put it in its backpack. The next day, when it gets to school, we'll pull that same mask out and put it on, never having washed it. So how healthy is that for your child? You see them drop them on the ground. They're hanging off their ears. Then they put them back on their face. Do you know the stuff your child is inhaling with that? And then you wonder where the kid got a respiratory infection. Oh, my kid got bacterial pneumonia or my kid's got fungal pneumonia. Yeah, we'll take the diaper off its face. You know bacteria and fungus, they thrive in dark, moist places. Every time you exhale, you still exhale a certain amount of moisture. And then that just that's a breeding ground for germs. So unless you're going to change that mask every 20 minutes, don't put it on the kid. 
Don't put it on the kid anyhow. It restricts their breathing. It restricts their ability to read people's faces, to see how to properly pronounce a word using your lips and shapes. Half these little kids can't talk. They don't know. Everything sounds mumbled to them, and they can't read facial expressions. These kids all walk around like zombies because they've never been able to pick up any type of, of facial expressions and things from their parents. Masks are very bad, for, especially children. Children are little germ petri dishes anyhow. No mm-hmm. sense in, in, in making it worse. You know, you wash the kid, you wash their clothes, but you let that mask stay in their backpack days on end, weeks on end. Oh, yeah, put your mask on. Hmm. That's, and, and the people that allowed that, they're dirtier. Doctors know better. Health experts know better. Parents know better. Put a dirty cloth on your kid's face all day, and you wonder why the kid is sick. Quit wondering. You did it. That's another thing I want to talk about parents, too, is this bullying on social media. You say, oh, my kid's being bullied on social media. Oh, my kid saw pornography on social media. Oh, a pervert is talking to my kid on social media. It's the social media's fault. It's Zuckerberg's fault. I don't even like Zuckerberg. But you know what? It's not Zuckerberg's fault. It's the parents' fault. Zuckerberg didn't put that phone in your kid's hand. You did. Zuckerberg didn't let the kid play Fortnite with everybody all over the world. And you left him unsupervised. So anybody that the kid is playing that game with can have access to your kid, to your computer. You let that kid play that game. You let that kid get involved with all those other people. And you walked away and didn't keep your eye on it. You know, the kid's being bullied at school. How come you didn't know that? How how come you didn't have that phone set up so that when the kid's getting messages, you get messages too? I'll go through the kid's phone and see who's talking to them. You wait till something happens, and then it's always someone else's fault. Well, Mark Zuckerberg wasn't at the store buying your kid a $1,000 phone. You were. So you got to take some responsibility to it. And that's what i got to say about that. Parents have to be much more vigilant than they're being. And then everybody's got a fall guy. You can blame it on someone else. Yeah, whatever makes you feel better, honey. But the truth is, is that you you set that kid up. It's not your babysitter. Mark Zuckerberg's not your babysitter. I'm just using him as an example because the kids don't even use Facebook much anymore. That's more middle-aged people and, and like the older young people. Yeah, that's our that's young, our ages. Yeah, yeah, because the, the kids use TikTok and Instagram. And that's another thing, too. It, all these kids got ADD and they're all on the spectrum and stuff. You know, it used to be you'd sit there and read a book to a kid and the kid would be focused on it. Or the kid would watch a movie and the kid would have focus for the amount of time the movie was on. 
Now everything's a 15-second short clip, short video. These kids don't have any attention span beyond 15 to 30 seconds anymore. Of course, they're all ADD. They've moved on to something else. Their life is just a, a, a series of flashing images. They don't have any long-term consistency. They can't even sit still in school. But now with this remote learning, you expect them to sit in front of a computer and listen to some boring lesson in their own house. I mean, bad enough they're trapped in a school and they got to sit there and listen to the lesson. It's nothing for the kid to get up and walk away. Half these kids that are Zoom learning aren't even on the computer anymore. They said 50% of the kids that were going to school in D.C. never even showed up for school this year. Where are the kids? They showed one kid had put a wig with a wig, no, a wig head with a wig on it. <laughs> what a teacher's camera could see that. I guess he thought it was the child. It was a false hit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, kids are smart. But they had zero kids that were proficient in math or English in D.C. last year. Imagine that. None of them. Not one kid could pass the math of reading to their grade level in D.C. last year. Not even yeah, one. Yeah, and, and those are black superintendents, black principals, black teachers that's exploiting black kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what the KKK did. They got black reverends and, and black influences mm-hmm. to coerce the black people into going along with the program. You know, especially that Planned Parenthood, the Margaret Sanger. That's what she did. That's in, she rec- that's in every major city, too. Every major city, you have the same failure in the public schools. Less than 1% math and about 5% reading in some of these high schools that may have as much as 1,200 students in it. Mm. And that's a national security issue. You can't have that many people that can't do what's going to be needed in order to help to propel this country forward, help it to maintain its preeminence in many of the areas. You can't do that. Hell, in China, a person that sweeps uh, on a construction site, a person that shovels the dirt and sweeps the dust, they have a bachelor's degree. Mhm. Yeah. We got to teach our kids. We got to take our education, man. We got a lot of work to do, and we keep saying it over and over again. And we keep entrusting the same people to get us out. Why would they get us out when they got us here to start with on purpose? Well, you're absolutely right, Joanne. We are screwed because the people that's talking about this, we're not going to be around those damn twenty or forty years from now. If we if we are, we'd probably be as impotent as Joe Biden. But the ones yeah. that should be taking this on, <clears throat> taking this by the horn, they don't know jack about what they need to do. They just go along with the program. Yeah, because they won't know. And these kids, 
They only know what we allowed them to be taught. We took our eye off the ball. They took us out of the homes. The, it used to be that one parent could work and the other parent could stay home. And you could support a house and send your kids to school and you know, do all the things that families do. Now they've made it so one income is not sufficient to run a house. You have to have at least two incomes. So now both parents are out of the house. And the schools are raising their children. Then they got preschool and they got, you know, breakfast at school. Then they got after school. They got daycare after school and they got the after school um, dinners too that the kids can go to. So the kid, the only time you see your kid is when you're getting it ready for bed. And by then everybody's so tired so you barely even talk. We got to take that back too. Do you see somebody wants to do a $50 minimum wage? Oh, I was going to bring that up, right. Yeah, Yeah, bring that up, Proof. Who was it that said that? A Democrat congressperson from uh, from California. Big surprise. Yeah. A $50 an hour minimum wage. How on earth? Who can afford $50 an hour? That would hire five employees at McDonald's. That's $10 an hour. Can you imagine what a burger would cost if all your help was making 50 bucks an hour? Your money would be useless. Remember we talked about it with inflation and the devaluation of a dollar. You could, it could at some point cost you a whole wheelbarrow full of dollars to buy a loaf of bread at that rate. Unbelievable. That's just stupid. You know, a minimum wage is okay as a starting wage. And I don't even know that there should be a minimum wage, but it should be a low number. And you should work your way up. Or you, If you don't like the wages that somebody's offering, don't work there. You can refuse to work there. So that causes the employer to sweeten the pot and raise the hourly wage himself. Because if you can't get an employee for $6, maybe you can get one for 7 Or maybe you can get one for 10 But 50 you got doctors who aren't making 50 bucks an hour. Well, they're making 50 bucks an hour and they got to do 50 patients right. to cover their bills. They got to do 50, 50 patients a day. That's a lot of money. And if you're making 50 bucks an hour, you should be at the top of your skill, the top of your game. Not some little snot-nosed kid just starting out. You know, kids need money too, I understand. But they also need experience and skills. And if you're starting out at 50 bucks, with no skills, what's the person with the skills worth? Yeah. <laughs> and you, you got somebody. Yeah. Really, you know, if you got if you got a, a guy who say he's a construction worker making fifty bucks an hour, he's the foreman, 
He's been there 15 years, and he's moved up the ladder. That's why he's making 50 bucks an hour. But then you got the kid who just started, and you're going to pay him 50 bucks an hour, and his job is to pass you bricks? Well, I'll be a brick passer for 50 bucks an hour. And forget the engineering. Why would I do all that work for 50 bucks an hour when all i got to do is pass the guy brick for 50 bucks an hour? And why would you work for 50 bucks an hour if the new kid's getting 50? Then you want 100 because you've been there a long time and you've got more skills than that kid and you're the boss on that job. So if you're paying that kid 50, you better be making 100 an hour. And then at and some point, saying 50 won't be enough because if everybody else is uh, is having their salaries, then there's always going to be, well, well, we need to raise the rate. Right. It won't even matter. Yeah, that's like buying and selling houses. You buy a house and then, okay, you're going to sell your house. You paid 50 grand for it. Now you're going to sell it for 100 but where are you going to go for 100 Because everybody else's houses are up to 150 now. So even if you sell your house, it's only going to be a lateral move if you can even get a house for what you're selling yours for. You might have to downgrade. The prices are so high. So if you've got a four-bedroom and you're selling it for 200000 and two bedrooms are going for 200000 so you're going to end up downsizing and paying more money. That's why we haven't moved. Yeah, because where are you going to go for that money? And at $50 an hour, it's still going to be the same as $7 an hour. It's not going to change anything. If you're making 50 bucks an hour, you know the cost of living is going to be 70 an hour. So he's still not going to be making enough. Look at inflation. Inflation. Did you see Biden with that inflation, by the way? He was complaining about the Doritos. There's less in the bag and the price is the same. No. <laughs> no self-awareness whatsoever. He doesn't know that he Company. did that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he made a whole commercial about right. shrinkflation. And not even a, a bit of self-awareness of what causes that. The company can either raise the price or decrease the volume because they're not making any money. Everything has gone up. And he thinks he could just tell companies to lower their prices and that's going to do it? Yeah. Well, they're paying an awful lot just to ship their items now. Transportation costs, the price of gas. If you want your product on a truck, you've got to pay for the gas. And the gas has gone way up. So that's going to cost you. The truck driver is not going to eat the difference. You know, gas at four bucks a gallon. When it was two bucks a gallon, the guy has to go up. He's not a charity. He's trying to make money. Look at strawberries. Strawberries last year were a dollar forty nine for a quart. Now they're three ninety nine for that same quart. Well, I was going to say, look at grapes. Mhm. 
Yeah, $3 a pound for grapes, really? Yeah, when they were 99 cents a pound two, three years ago. Yeah. So they've gone up 200% in three years. So when they're telling you inflation is at 3%, go buy some eggs. Tell me about that 3%. If it was a dollar and it went up 3%, it should be a dollar three, right? So explain the $7 eggs. Or $7 for a pound of butter. That was $3 a pound. Yeah, that I don't understand either. Because they're killing off the cows. People can't afford to feed their herds. The price of feed's gone up. The, the price of everything has gone up. Mm-hmm. Vet prices, you know, to you have to thin your herd. You can't afford to feed them anymore. And then who's going to buy your cows? Who's going to buy your milk? So you have to cut back somehow, so now you got less cows giving less milk, and you're still trying to break even. Because getting rid of two cows, that only helped you break even. You still had to go up on the price. And getting your milk to market, you got to pay to ship it there. It's all energy. Related. But you're going to have dummies that, that think that Brandon's right on that. Yeah. He stopped LNG now, liquefied natural gas. Right, exactly. So, for the climate, so now you're not going to let people use coal, you're not going to let people use oil, and you're not going to let people use natural gas. So what are they going to use? Electricity that runs on coal and gas. I mean, nuclear would be fine, but they're not going to build any more nukes. Joanne, they just did in South Carolina, in Georgia. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised the climate people aren't all over that. Remember when they were so anti-nuclear? But still. If you think people aren't going to use coal, of course they're going to use coal. We were the biggest supplier of liquefied natural gas to Europe. Now they're going to rely on Russia. Russia didn't suspend their LNG. As for the climate. It's not for the climate. They're going to switch to wood. They'll go back to coal. You know, if it was for the climate, you wouldn't want them burning those things. But you think people are going to die for your cause? You think people are going to freeze to death because, you know, you don't, you, you're saying that this, yeah, the liberals are saying that it's going to change the climate. They, they want you to freeze to death or they want you to eat bugs, and that'll make the weather better. No, it won't. There's this big ball of fire in the sky that controls the temperature of our planet because we are a rock that goes around and around and around that big ball of fire. And when it gives off solar flares, it gets warmer. And when the solar flares are calm, it gets cooler. And it doesn't matter what we do. It's not going to change our temperature one bit. 
Now, if you say you want clean air, remember when California was covered in smog? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we have the things to scrub the smokestacks. So that smoke, the air is, as the air we breathe now in this country is so much cleaner than it was, say, 20 years ago. Because we do have technology for that. We have zero emissions capability for coal plants, for oil rigs, for all of that. Pipelines, we put them underground. And they said, oh, yeah, we stopped that XL pipeline for the planet. No, you didn't. You didn't do it for the planet. You did it for the money. Because if anybody ever took stock in how many pipelines actually exist all over this country, that's not the only pipeline we have. We got pipelines that go all the way from Alaska to Texas. We have pipelines that go from Canada all the way to Florida under this country. We got them going through the Midwest. We got them going through the far west. And they're less accident prone than putting all that stuff on a train car and running it on the rails. You saw what happened in Palestine, Ohio. If they were running underground, it wouldn't have happened. But, you know, once in a while they do spring a leak, but you fix it, and you have shutoff valves. And the sensors, if you have a loss in pressure, you can isolate that section just by pushing a button. Okay, you got a break in line five that runs between point A and point B, so shut down that section. Just stop the, the oil or the gas or whatever you're flowing under there. And then go fix the pipe. When it's fixed, you can open it up again. And there's much less harm done to the environment than if you have a train derail and it takes 100 years to get rid of the chemicals you just spilled all over the place in the middle of a town. We're so foolish. We're so gullible. You know, you could tell people anything and they believe it. You know, they're telling people... That's why they were so quick to put the scams on their face. Yeah. Like I said, they're telling people Mexican cartels are bringing all those millions of migrants over here. No, they're not. The United States government, the Chinese government, the Venezuelan government, the Hondurans, the Guatemalans, the Haitians. They have a job, but they're not the ones in control of it. That's the thing. They're just doing their job and getting paid for it. Right. Yeah, they're just worker bees, too. And the Mexicans are the last leg of the journey. But the Venezuelans are doing it in Venezuela, not the Mexicans. And the Chinese just put 90,000 men in this country. It wasn't the Mexicans that did that. No, we know of. A little bit drug cartel member. So maybe made it to the fourth grade in school. Yeah, no. He didn't go over to China and get 90,000 people. China did that. The UN did that. The Catholic charities were more than happy to jump in. The Lutherans, the Baptists, the Jewish Federation. All these groups. Money, 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 money. They all did that. We are paying for our own demise. And that's the most disgusting part of it. We are such suckers that we're handing over money to this government so they can work against us at every chance they get. 
They hate this country. And what is the final goal for these people who want to destroy this country? What's in it for them? Well, the Are thing they is, get is that they, they don't have any street smarts. They just think that, that everybody's going to be so complicit and they're just going to give them everything. So they, they don't have a backup plan. Yeah. You know, they think it's cool and, you know, hip and chic to be a progressive. Oh, I'm a progressive. I'm a loving liberal. You don't even know what it means. They don't even know what liberal means. It used to mean, you know, to each his own, do your own thing. I don't care who you marry. I don't care who you date. Mm -hmm. The government's only supposed to... uh... Yeah, that, that's now supposed to be libertarian. Yeah, well, the government's only supposed to be doing our uh, business. The government is our bank and our business advisor. It's like our accountant. They're not supposed to be involved in your personal life or your personal contracts or saturating you. You know, their job is to secure the border. They're more interested in Ukraine's border. And Gaza's border. And China's border. They're not interested in our border. We don't have a border. All we are is an ATM machine. And anybody can come and suck off the ATM machine until they bleed us dry. And once we're dry, what happens then? You think all those other countries countries are going to start taxing their people and sending the United States money? No, they're not. There's 190-something countries in the world. We give money to 185 of them. Right. We're very generous. We should be charging these people. Oh, Venezuela, you got a million of your people over here. Well, we we want you to support them. So you give us $80,000 a year to support them each. Or take them back. And we're not sending you any more money. And Trump is right. Trump come out and said he's going to consider foreign aid alone. That he'll expect to be paid back if mm-hmm. they ever hit it rich. And if you're going to send all your population over here, why would we support them at your country and support them here? So just start deducting per head from whatever you would have given them for foreign aid. You watch how quick it stops. You start charging them for all their migrants. And you watch how quick the migration stops. You know, I'm not going to send you foreign aid because you keep sending all your people here. So you're not getting the check. They won't be sending their people here as much. Trump's right about that. And he's right about NATO, too. They're all flipping out because somebody said to him, well, you want them to pay their dues to NATO. He said, I'm only asking them for 2% of their GDP to defend themselves. And they're not paying. So obviously they don't want to be a member anymore. If you want to be a member of a club, you pay your dues. So you don't pay the dues. They said, well, if they don't pay their dues, would you still defend them? He said, no. Why would I? You want to be part of the organization, you pay the dues. You, You meet your commitment. Otherwise, defend yourself. But he had said that a long time ago. 
He's not saying that now. He said it a long time ago, and he got them to pay up. You know, Germany said, wait a minute, 2% of my GDP, and I can have all of these NATO countries defend me. But if I don't pay that 2%, I got to defend myself. It's worth it for me to to pay them. And they paid. Trump said, all you got to do is ask them. And he asked them, and they paid him. He got the money. And then he told Mexico, okay, don't secure the border. But every one of your items that come across that border to be sold in the United States, I'm going to put a 100% tariff on. And Mexico said, oh, no, we'll support. We're, we're going to send troops to the border. We're going to stop that. And then Trump didn't put the tariffs on. He got them to do it. He got them to help secure that border. And he got them to accept remain in Mexico. Because the guy knows how to negotiate. The guy knows how to show authority. Biden canceled all that. He canceled remain in Mexico. He canceled the threat of tariffs. Sure, you can take all our businesses and you can offer them all kinds of nice, deep, you know, discounts. Our people will work for $7 an hour and... You can set up your shop down here, and we won't charge you any taxes on it as long as you put our people to work. And these companies race across the border for the cheap labor and the cheap, you know, companies. Then they sell their product here, and there's no tariff on it. So it's worth it for them to leave and then just send the products in that they made a lot cheaper somewhere else. But if you charge them tariffs, they're going to say, well, it's going to cost me this much money to send it there from Mexico, or I could open a shop in the United States, and then I don't have to pay the tariffs. I can just sell my products in the United States because the United States is the biggest consumers in the world. It's the biggest market in the world, so it's cheaper for the products to be made here instead of shipping them here and paying a tariff. Trump was smart to do that. That's what I would have done. And that's what any business person should do. You know, if we were in this country like a business would be making a profit, we wouldn't be pissing through money. Money would be coming to us hand over fist. We'd be earning it. And we wouldn't be saturated with illegals. We could still have an immigration policy. We already, we've had immigration laws. These people that have been in power for 40, 50 years, they made the laws we already have. Chuck Schumer saying our immigration system is broken. Chuck Schumer voted for every one of those bills for the last 40 years. Absolutely he did. So did Biden. They know what the laws are. They wrote the laws. They voted on the laws. They had presidents sign those laws. If you want to change the law, do it right. In the meantime, you took an oath to uphold the laws we already have. So follow your oath or get lost. We don't need you. You're of no use to us. Really, half those people shouldn't even be there. Joe Biden, 46 years in government, and he's complaining about government. You are the government. You've been the government. This is all your policies. Your name's on all of these things. You voted for all of these things. You made that law that you don't like. 
Now the laws are no good. But you wrote that law, like the, the, the National Defense Authorization. They wrote that law. The only one who ever complains about it is Rand Paul. And then and they got plenty of blame to go around. And Biden, every time he says, mega. Oh, he doesn't even know what it stands for, I don't think. Yeah, Donald Trump and those mega Republicans. Or Donald Trump and his supporters. Donald Trump got millions and millions and millions of votes, and he's got a lot of supporters. So now you just talk trash about half the country. And what do you think? The other half the country is going to attack us or go after us? That's what he thinks. Of that. That's how much they think of us. Yeah. So it's okay to dehumanize us. And when you call somebody a Nazi and then they kill you, well, it's okay to kill Nazis. Nazis are bad. Nazis are the bad guy. So if they tell you people that you're a Nazi and something bad happens to you, then no one's going to feel bad. Even if you weren't a Nazi. Everybody they don't like is a Nazi. When there's real Nazis in Ukraine that we're supporting. Real, real ones. Not the one that, you know, just because you didn't like what he said, you're going to call him a Nazi. These are real Nazis. The true definition of them. And we're supporting them. You know, they got no use for Christians over there. They got no use for freedom of speech. They don't have any of that. They suspended their elections. They put reporters in jail. Closed down churches. And they wear those Nazi patches on their uniforms. And then when Russia calls them Nazis, Russia's bad. And they want us to hate Russia so bad. And there's something fishy about that, too. I think Russia's playing the game, too. You know, this war in Ukraine, they're only doing enough to keep the money flowing. They're not doing enough to cause any real damage to actual infrastructure. Sure, in Ukraine, neighborhoods are blown up and slums and, you know, old buildings. Things they wanted to get rid of anyhow. Something you'd get rid of if you were going to do an urban renewal project anyhow. But you notice the presidential palace isn't broken and the government offices are not bombed. Maybe they don't know where the presidential palace is. Putin knows where the palace is. Putin knows where the government (laughs) offices are. Putin knows where every chemical company, every laboratory, every weapons factory. Putin knows where all that stuff is. You know, why aren't those things getting bombed? And why is it just people getting killed? And it's not the government people. It's the civilians. And their ragtag army. You're putting weapons in their hands that they don't know how to use. You know, they've been been working with what are those Kalashnikov guns that's, you know, all the, the, the antiquated Russian weapons? They don't know how to fly the planes. They don't know how to run the computers. They don't know how to do any of that stuff. So that tells you we got Americans over there. And we're going to have more Americans over there. They're running out of Ukrainians. 
So what are, what are we going to do when they run out of Ukrainians? These politicians wouldn't think twice about sending your kid or my kid over there to fight. Exactly. A war that they have no intention on winning. But they if won't the go United, over fight. No, but if the United States really wanted to win a war against Russia, we would fight a war against Russia to win. Nobody's fighting that war to win. Mm-hmm. They're kind of breaking even. It's like they're swapping punches over there. Russia's not getting damaged. You don't see bombs going off in Moscow and uh, all the big cities up there. You don't see government buildings being bombed. You don't see any of that. So Russia's obviously pretty good about protecting itself, right? So what really is going on over there, other than a money pit to make fat cats out of the head of Boeing and Honeywell? Lockheed Martin and all of those. What's going on, really? The money's going back to our military complex. It's, got, it's creating jobs in Alabama. <laughs> How many jobs in Alabama? Enough to yeah. kill off a whole section of people? Hey, uh, I was going to ask you, though, how did, how did last week go? Last week went good. It was a little shaky in the beginning because I found your intro and I found your outro, but I didn't do your music. So That's I fine. just was, came on the air blind. I thought it was going to be one of the long intros, and it was just yeah. short. Now, welcome back to Proof Negative. So it took me a second, but I found everything. And I did hang up on Bianchi by accident, but he called right back because he knew it was an accident. So did you play any Broccoli Mans? I did play Broccoli Man, yes, I did. Okay. I didn't know if you played the last one, the wiretap and G-Lobalist go to the border. I did. That's the one I played. All right. Oh, yeah, it went went, went well. And Kimo had to jump out early because he had something going on. Oh. And then Joe and I stayed and finished. Okay. Bianchi had a ch- had a dip out, but Joe and I finished. It was a really good show. We we covered a lot of ground. And I don't shut up. I can fill three oh, hours. I, <laughs> I got a lot to tell you. And I know so I jump around get, a lot. Let's get this week's out of the way. Okay, we could do that. So this one has liberal person. Okay. Doing what it I'm takes. I'm ready when you are. Say it again. Doing what it takes. That's the name of the episode. Okay. All right. So I'll count down. Three, two, one, action. Another day here saving kids from illegals doing some child trafficking. Some illegals shot at police in New York City. They arrested the guy that shot the cop. Then an hour later they let him out of jail with no charges. Then they try to gaslight us and say that it is all because of we are racist. 
In what country is it okay for someone to shoot at the police and they are not supposed to get arrested? This president is too much of a globalist to close the border. Many people say he is getting paid by the drug cartels to not do anything. Now they are trying to say it is climate change is the number one reason why they are coming in here now at about a half million people a month. Brandon thinks he can also blame Trump for the illegals coming here by 20,000 a day for the past two years. Did Brandon forget he was supposed to be the president? Hey broccoli person, I hate you so much. You are such racist for saying that Brandon is not securing the border. The border is the most secure American border in American history. It's just that you Trump supporting racists do not want to give Brandon any credit. In the history of America, we never had over 20,000 illegals in a day come into our country every single day. We give them all $5,000 in prepaid Visa gift cards so they can have spending money. Some people even admit to going across the border two to five times a month just to get the free money we the USA taxpayer is giving them. That is their right to get that money. It is not their fault that they do not have a job. It is the Trump supporters' faults why they are not having jobs. Really? Did we tell them all to come up here? Yes, it is Trump's fault, and you Trump supporters. That is why all the illegals have on shirts that say let me in Brandon. What about in San Diego where in just one week, criminals from 73 different countries were found crossing the border? That includes people on the top terror watch lists. You know who was the biggest problems on the terror watch lists? Something that cares like you who believe in God have guns and do not let anyone have abortions after the babies are born. You MAGA Republicans are too extreme. This I want to hear. So people that believe in God and do not kill people or commit any crimes, are bigger terror threats than people on terror watch lists and actually do kill people? Yes, because your rhetoric causes more suicides than anyone else. Every 45 seconds, a trans person across the world commits suicide because they are depressed over having people that support Trump and our population. I am a trans vegan that hate MAGA extreme Republicans and supports the current thing. If you are depressed because people do not think exactly like you, that is completely your choice. Liberals like yourself need to learn how to stop playing the victim card whenever the opportunity comes up. You look like LeBron James when he flops when someone brushes by him trying to pick up some free throw shots. You are only saying that because you speak English and are too cisgendered. Only fools do not vote Democrat. You don't care about policies? Because nothing Brandon is doing for our country helps Americans. I do not care about policies. I am a communist that believes we should all eat Z-bugs and owns nothing. I hate every single thing that America stands for. If you hate Amerxa so much, then why do you still live there? Bruh. You are legally allowed to pack up your ish and go move to Cuba. Why are you still here? Do you need help packing your U-Haul? That is none of your business. I can live anywhere I want. You are here ruining my lifestyle by voting Republican. Maybe you should be the one moving to Russia.
That is very laughable, considering that I never said anything bad about this country. You constantly complain about the United States and love communism. So, instead of forcing most of the population to believe and live the life you want, why don't you move to a country that loves when people stand in line for bread and is not allowed to complain about the government running your every move? If Trump is president again, we will have a fascist president. He will not force anyone to wear scams on their face. He will not force everyone to get gene therapies. He will not let me use the ladies' restroom and will not allow us to have abortions after the baby is born. That is way too extreme and infringes on our rights. Well, if you were born a man, you should be using the men's restroom. Where does it say that? It says it in big letters with a picture. On the door. Huh? That was genderist. You need to quit being a transphobe. The truth hurts. And I am not apologizing. You need to quit being a truthphobe. You are just upset because we are trying to arrest Trump so he cannot cheat and win the election. Oh wow that is what you call it? Okay then maybe you are right. How about we go to paper ballots and a cut off time so no secret voters or ballot dumps at 3 in the morning happen? Because in the 2020 election, remember that every single game for votes was for the Democrat Party? Like the fake plumbing leak in Georgia? Or the Michigan Democrat Party kicking out Republican ballot counters from counting votes? That was fair and square, otherwise they would have counted Republican votes and Trump would win. Or the postal worker that was caught crossing state lines with many thousands of mailed ballots all printed off with no postal stamp date and were not folded. They were just all printed and copied like from a Xerox printer. No other election question they voted for. Just Brandon. I will do whatever it takes to make sure Brandon gets elected again. It is too extreme that Trump will not let me show my junk to the children. I need to read books like Debbie Does Dallas to the five-year-olds. We also need to free Palestine so we can read these books to the poor Islamic people that are not allowed to be gay or trans. Gay people over there get killed. That is why Brandon needs to support them. Hey everyone. Please do not fall for what these globalists are trying to do to kill off America. They want a one-world government. That is why they are bringing in millions of illegals into the United States at any cost. We need to reject this and bring back the America we know and love. Do not let them shut down America and force URO get a microchip to get your monthly food stipend and universal basic income. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on listenlive.proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to be informed about. Check out the other shows on freedomizerradio.com also. Just look for the schedule. Gag. I would never listen to Proof Negative. He does not believe in the right that we have a right to sleep on the sidewalk on crap on the street. That is too extreme. It should be illegal to share any news that the real news stations on TV do not give us. My, that was a good one, Proof.
These get better and better. You're good at these. You're right. They have to support Gaza because in Gaza you can't be gay or trans. Right, exactly. Yeah, so now we're going to invite them all over here. Both sides of that. How do you fund Israel and Gaza? Yeah, that's that's a problem, too. That's a problem. And we're inviting all those Palestinians over here, so maybe the gay people over here should take notice of that. Because look what happened in Iran. Iran used to be a very modern society. People dressed in regular clothing. Women could drive. Women could be educated. Now they have to wear burqas, and if they don't wear a burqa, they get beat up. They can't leave their house unless accompanied by a male relative. They're not allowed to drive. They're not allowed to be educated past a certain grade. Um, Gay people are murdered. There is no trans people over there. They wouldn't do that. So that's how quickly a society can fall. The same with Iraq. It happened in Saudi Arabia, too, but it's being reversed. The Saudis have become a more modern society. But it's that's how quickly that this can come to pass. You see, Mexico used to be a beautiful, wonderful place, and then the cartels took over. And the military didn't stop them. They ended up being corrupt and enabling them, and pretty soon they were overtaken. So now the government and the cartels is pretty much one and the same down there. And Mexico is now poorer than it's ever been. They can't run things. Nobody knows how to do any of the jobs. And that's how quickly it can happen here, too. Venezuela was a beautiful country. Plenty of oil, plenty of resources, plenty of water and fertile ground and everything. And... Everything was going good there. Then they did the same thing. They had the corruption, and then it went communist. You know, people took over. They thought that they were also loving and liberal. Hmm. And now the country had gone to pure poverty. People were starving to death there. So what did Venezuela do? They got rid of all their poor people and their criminals and sent them all here. Anybody that had to be supported by the state or who was a pauper, an orphan, a criminal, a nutcase. They packed them all up and sent them here. You know what's going on in Venezuela now? A whole revitalization. Their oil is pumping. They imported technicians and people who knew how to do the, you know, run the oil industry and run the tech industry. They kept all those people, and they got rid of the idiots and the uneducated, and the poor people, and sent them here. So they're going to a huge revitalization down there. Brazil, too. Soros took over the Brazil oil and destroyed Brazil. But now that's coming back because there's a lot of Brazilians that were sent here. Guatemalans, Hondurans. You know, they're just getting rid of all the the reprobates and, and cast-offs. And dumping them in our lap. Look what's going on in New York. Like you said, they, you know, they beat up cops. And then they're out in an hour. The 
the cop is still doing the paperwork on the assault, and those people are already out of jail. And then they got arrested, the same people, for robbing Macy's. So that did them a lot of good to let them out of jail. Yeah. So we're giving them medical, we're giving them shelter, we're giving them money, we're giving them clothing, we're giving them everything. I mean, they're buying scooters, we're giving them cash. And they're still out robbing, grabbing people's purses and dragging little old ladies and assaulting people, getting in gang fights. And they don't even let people into those hotels, you know, or into those facilities. They got better security there than we got on the border, that's for sure. What are we doing? And what are we going to do when the money runs out? You know, we can't we can't support them forever. Well, did you hear off. one of the Democrats on a hot mic saying we only care about illegals? Yeah. They're letting He's you know. Right. Yeah, they only care about illegals. The Americans are on their own. We're too uppity. We're too independent. So they want people who were dependent on the government. They want people who were used to taking orders from an oppressive government. Because those people will cooperate. Americans won't cooperate with illegal things. We won't put up with that. So they're getting rid of us. And we're not having enough babies to replace ourselves. They made having babies like a disease, too. How can you turn a mother against its own child? But they've done it. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they want afterbirth abortion. There's no such thing. If you're born, your mother's not pregnant anymore. There's no need for an abortion. How are you going to have an abortion if you're not pregnant? Well, so they don't that's know that, gaslighting. Though. Yeah, but that's gaslighting people. That's murder. And they want people to accept that. Oh, okay, yeah, we can kill babies. No, we can't. Those babies are American-born, American citizens with every right that every other American citizen was born with. The first one is the right to life. If the kid's alive, you can't kill it. That's not an abortion. That's a murder. And they change the language. They change the definition of words all the time. So people don't even know what they're talking about anymore. Words don't even mean the same thing. They do to people who know definitions, but you can tell people who don't know definitions anything. They'll believe it. And Americans are good people. They're very good people, very kind people, very generous people. But we're being taken advantage of. And God forbid we don't give them what they want. Do you see the latest here? We, um, Bill Malugin just posted at... Uh, a little while ago, it says, New, following failure of the border deal, the Washington Post reports that ICE has drafted plans to mass-release thousands of detainees and drastically slash its detention capacity from 38,000 to 22,000 
due to a $700 million budget shortfall that the bill would have erased. The border legislation provided $6 billion in supplemental funding for ICE enforcement operations. Yeah, $6 billion. It's a $100 billion bill, but $6 billion would have went to supplemental funding for ICE enforcement operations, and it would have increased detention capacity to 50000 Now it appears ICE is preparing to slash capacity to less than half of that and save money by conducting more mass releases. At the same time that a $95 billion foreign aid package just passed the Senate. So, either give us the money or else. Not once did it say that ICE was going to turn people around because we can't afford to take care of them. No, they're just going to release them. We don't have the money. And a $95 billion bill for foreign aid. And they're saying $6 billion in supplemental funding for ICE. All right, so give them the $6 billion and not a penny more. And just get us through till Biden's out of there. And if Biden does step down for any reason, like that black swan event that um, Captain Herridge was talking about, well... You know, if if Kamala Harris does become president, don't pass any bills. Just stop. Stop everything. And we'll just ride it out until November. Don't pass anything. All of you go home and just leave it alone. There's no emergency funding that we need to do. you got plenty of continuing resolutions, and that's another thing, too. They go six months into the year. And then they pass a continuing resolution, which gives them a whole year's worth of money. So now we've already funded them for the six months, and then we're giving them a year's worth of money to fund the other six months. So they're making money on that continuing resolutions, and it's still funding all of Biden's projects. And it's giving them double funding, actually. We're such fools. We're good people, but we're very, very naive. So, anyhow, anything else you want to bring up? Uh, We're basically out of time. We're about to be done here. Right. Well, I want to wish everybody... Oh, it was Jake Sullivan who brought up the Russia, Russia, Russia collusion thing. Now he's uh, defense secretary. Uh, Secretary of State or whatever the hell he's doing. Yes. But he's the one that brought the Russia stuff up. And that document's still looking for, that file. Cash Patel just posted that our government has it. But they're not the only ones that have it. You know damn well Trump's got copies of it somewhere. So on that note, Proof, thank you again for inviting me in. Joe, If you're still awake, thank you for calling in. Bianchi, if you're still there, thank you for calling in. Happy Valentine's Day, and good night, Freedomizers. See you next week. I love you, America. Thank you, Joanne, for being here. Everyone else, please support the other shows on Freedomizer Radio. It's not just the proof negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail, keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative, and I am oops.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.